How's it going, everyone? This is Scott Brooks with Ask a Man Podcast. Ask a Man brings you the best social research, personal experience, life lessons, and knowledge from other men to answer those tough questions in relationships with deep, satisfying answers from a man's perspective. It won't be what you expect, but it'll definitely be what you're looking for. This podcast gives you all the skills, abilities, and tools to create and maintain a long-term, successful, happy relationship for free. And come on, guys, we all love free. But if you definitely want to send us some money, we'd love to take it. (sighs) Anyway, all of this and more can be found at our website at askamanpodcast.com, designed by the lovely Jessica Ray Gaddis from jrabbitdesigns.com. If you need an amazing website, contact her at jrabbitdesigns.com forward slash contact and tell them Ask a Man sent you. All right, let's begin the show. Ho! Welcome to Ask a Man Podcast, where we all know that relationships will never be the same. I'm Devin, as always. And I'm Scott Brooks. How's it going, Ask a Man fans? All right, so this is our second podcast in our three-part foundation series. We all know the first podcast was on the value, because we've had it before, that it all begins with you. It all so begins you, with you. Yep. So if you didn't grasp that or get that, go on so you can have a nice understanding and leads perfectly into this one. But this podcast is on the three connections to a long-term, successful, happy relationship. This podcast, we're going to go over why we need these three connections as humans, because we need them to be happy with social creatures. What are the three connections and why each one is so important, how they often overlap. How and why they change over time and how each human ranks them differently. They're not going to be in the same order of importance and tips and advice on how to make sure that you stay in sync with your partner. Sounds good. All right. We can jump into it. So when we talk about these three connections, how Devin and I actually came up with these fact that when we looked at what people are looking for in a relationship, whether it's from a man's aspect point of view or from a one point of view, people always gave certain answers that left people feeling like, what's that more? What's that deeper thing that I'm looking for? And we actually tried to analyze all this information as to why we do what we do. We had to actually not look at it from a man's point of view, a woman's point of view, but we had to look at it as what do we want as human beings? And once we actually dug that deep, that's where the foundation came from. And the really big point about that is the three connections. These three connections are very vital because they deal to with us as who we are as human beings. And to be quite honest, you know, us as humans, we're very social creatures and the three connections tie very heavily into that. And that's true. So humans are social by nature. We're social by nurture also. This is one of those things pretty much the world can genuinely agree on from all aspects, from a scientific point of view, from a religious point of view. We come together to understand that humans need to be social in order to be happy. So, from science, we can go from evolution. We all know from, according to evolution, we all evolved from monkeys. And being social meant essentially staying alive. This is when you knew how to run, how to hide, how to hunt. This is how you became liked. Because if they didn't like you, then you didn't eat. And you didn't mate. Your genes didn't get passed on. You essentially died and you were forgotten in history forever. So even now, there's plenty of actual studies that show how even though we evolved, we still need to be social in order to be happy. There's a um, great book called Human Nature and the Need for a Social Connection. It's by John, I apologize if I'm going to butcher his name, John Cassielp. I see you taking a hacksaw to his last name. (laughs) Anyway, it just shows plenty of research that shows the negative effects of not being social or essentially being lonely, which are the increased rates of depression and suicide, increased heart disease, 
increased risk for stroke, high stress levels, so the cortisone in your brain levels are extremely off the charts, alcoholism, and drug abuse, and actually an increased chance in progressing for you to have Alzheimer's. That's intense. Yeah, that's intense. And even more than that, it actually alters the way your brain works in process. Like, without being social, your brain changes. You don't remember things. You can't retain information or learn and grow just from not being social. So, this is so important. I mean, it means some new friends tonight. Exactly. <laughs> so, even religious point of view, we all know in Genesis, the second chapter, God made man. And the first thing he said, it's not good that man should be alone. So, every aspect is covered. Social required. Um, humans need to be social in order for us to actually be happy and to thrive. And then he did the best thing ever and made woman all right now understanding exactly how important being social is and why it links directly to our personal happiness go over the three connections for everyone all right the three connections this is it right here this is what everybody's been waiting for you the know? magic sauce that, that magic sauce that nice solid foundation on what i'm looking for in a happy long-term relationship think people are ready i think they can handle it uh, they might not be right. I mean, they might not even be really paying attention right now. Uh, and then they're going to miss everything, everything. And their life is going to be miserable. All right. Well, uh, if you guys are ready, here we go. The three connections to a long-term, happy, successful relationship are a physical connection, mm -hmm. a mental connection, and an emotional connection. That's it? That's it. All right. So that is the order of the connection. With that being the order, I'm going to jump right into it with physical. Physical connection. It is anything that binds you to a person in the physical, actual world. Now, this is not just sex. And that is a huge misconception among men in particular. But it doesn't just have to deal with the act of sex. It doesn't even just have to deal with how attractive you are to somebody, right? Exactly. So it covers everything from appearance, which is how attractive, maybe how you sound, walk, talk. And then activities, you know, you can have a connection with a person physically. You'll be on the same team. You can go to the same sporting event, actually jog. Or walk around, play tennis together. Fashion, sometimes that brings people together. Maybe you have the same taste and same interest in fashion. And then especially a big one is location and environment. Maybe you work together, live in the same apartment building, live in the same community, or often go to the same stores and stuff. So these are the things that actually bring you together. This is why this is the first connection, because it allows you to build a relationship. Ah, so what you're saying is for a lot of those people that feel like physical isn't first, like, oh, you know, I wasn't really attracted to my boyfriend or my husband at first. But, you know, after I got to know him a little bit, I started to find out that I actually liked him. And, you know, maybe a lot of that is because they maybe work together or they maybe, like you said, live in the same apartment building or we go to the same job. Maybe they deliver a package to my house all the time or they go into the same coffee shop that I am at every morning. That's just that's what you're saying is physical is actually being around each other exactly uh, and, and, and being able to interact exactly attraction is just one part of that because right now in the previous we take a minute for everyone this is a challenge right now go ahead fall in love or get to know someone you can't talk to you can't touch you can't see you can't heal hair you can't smell you can't even interact with we'll give you a minute go ahead and fall in love with that person they're in japan by the way and they're in japan he could be american maybe he's on vacation there's nothing you can do without there actually being a physical 
connection. So I'm going to go into some good examples. So a good physical connection, let's say it's a person that you find attractive and you work with that person or you live in the same apartment building. Then you can actually, that's something that pulls you together. So you have a lot of time you can spend with them and you can start to build the rest of the connections that actually start a relationship. Or, for example, in a relationship, maybe you and your partner always have a lot of free time after work. You're spending together. Maybe y'all live together watching TV all the time or actually just coloring and spending time together. That's another great physical connection. And y'all can have, like, a great sex life, something like that. So that all ties into it. Mm -hmm. This is all part of physical. And we can use those same connections and show how a physical disconnect can destroy and stop a relationship. So... In the first example where you work together and found a person attractive, let's say that they made a big mistake and got fired, and then you never see them anymore. Did I get her number? No, you didn't. Hate it when that happens. Uh, and it's over. You can't build anymore. Or if you're in that good relationship and you're always spending time together, always hanging out, watching movies, and just chilling, and then that person goes to jail for ten years. Uh. And now you can't call them when you want to. You can't talk to them when you want to. You can't see them or touch them when you want to. And huh. that's extremely difficult. Then this drives it all home why a physical connection is so important because. Without it, you cannot build or even start any other connection or relationship. And if you have those things and the physical connection is broken, it's not impossible, but it's extremely difficult to maintain your connections and to maintain a relationship with a person when the physical is completely absent. Boy, and that's why, you know, long distance relationships are so difficult. Some people, some people really value that physical connection. And when that's not there, it makes them really difficult to even have long-term relationships. Most people that actually really value that connection don't even deal with long-distance relationships. Like, I would never do a long-term relationship. Yeah. That's because I need the person here. There are other people, however, that physical connection, as far as people being there right next to you, is, you know, it's not the biggest thing, just as long as I can actually communicate with yeah, you. Yeah, we can talk. Which actually brings up social media as a great physical connection. You know, That's still a way that I can connect to somebody in the physical realm, either if it's on the phone, we need those physical connections, and that's why physical comes first. Yes, sir. All right. So a physical connection is not just about sex, although it still sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into the next one and talk about the mental connection. Okay. Mental is the second connection because mental is essentially interest. This is when your intellectual similarities, your maturity level, your dreams, your goals, your ideals, your thoughts, and your opinion. All of that is mental. So this is how you actually start to build a relationship with a person is when you find we have a lot of in common. We like to hang out. We share the same thought. He just understands what I'm saying. And when you have a good mental connection with a person is when you can actually sit down and talk with them on the phone in person and hours go by and you don't know where the time went. It's like. We've been sitting here for three hours, I thought. We just got here, and the Starbucks man is looking at you like, are y'all going to buy anything besides that one cup of coffee? Get out. (laughs) Y'all just get really caught up in the moment. Honestly, that's what always leads to that also famous saying is just, have we met somewhere before? Exactly. And it's just because it's so unbelievable how in sync or just how well somebody seems to know you on a mental level. It's just like, you have to have known me from somewhere. Exactly. 
examples of a good mental connections let's say you meet a person and y'all just happen to be on like a similar maturity level you always like to joke around and tease and play with each other and so does she and so that's a great connection it's like i can always joke with each other though uh, <laughs> and so y'all y'all vibing that y'all really connect on that level but then you have another one where let's say there's a person that really loves books or really intellectual and they want another person that reads books and so they find that person and say hey what's your favorite book oh my favorite writer is Shakespeare and then the person oh Shakespeare I love Macbeth and actually Ben Johnson is from the same era and I know that if you like Shakespeare you'll love Ben Johnson so you just seen two people just when I tell you that sounded like fireworks yeah fireworks exactly it just hit it off they just connect but then we can go to them same as that example so let's say you know in a, at first y'all did love to joke but then you kind of grow out of that you want to get a little more serious and the other person's still joking still making slick replies and everything and it's like okay let's go past this now mm-hmm. the maturity level differs and it's a mental disconnect and it's like i don't necessarily want to talk mm-hmm. to you anymore and that happens so often too that just people end up growing up especially couples that have been together for a while and you know, a lot of times you just almost look at maybe their partner or even their friends and they're just like, oh, my God, you guys are so immature. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes it could be detrimental. Sometimes it isn't. But that's yeah. still that mental disconnect. So for the other example, let's say there's another person. Like, yeah, I love books. You know, Shakespeare, my favorite artist. Oh, I read all the time. I have probably the most extensive X-Men connection on the East Coast. You, that face that everybody's making right now listening to what he just said that's a very big mental disconnect exactly and it's like you went from shakespeare to x-men yeah it just kind of scrunches up your face a little bit just uh, and so that that brings to you like why mental connection is so important because it's the interest it's the spark in the relationship that keeps you wanting to talk to the person and when it's gone you get bored you get withdrawn you don't want to tell them things because they just you know, leads to a lot of frustration. Like, ah, I wanted to tell you, but you don't think on my level. You don't see the world the way I see it anymore. Yeah, and that's what you'll hear so often is people say, it's just like, that's why I don't tell you anything. That's why I don't tell you anything. And that's just a surefire sign of a, a mental disconnection. And I will say that, you know, honestly, the mental disconnection is probably the most uh, underrated and slept on uh, out of three connections, because when it's not there, that's when you'll have those people who we know all the time will constantly be in a relationship, but they'll be arguing all the time because they might have a physical connection. Maybe they're really attracted to each other and they might have an emotional connection. They might actually really care about each other. Mm-hmm. But when that mental connection isn't there, they're always probably arguing they're always going back and forth always bickering and then they always end up breaking up oh those people we've been dating on and off for eight years now we're going to get married mm-hmm. you're going to get married when you couldn't even hold a relationship together even more so y'all are getting back together again and it's like you're getting back together because i still have feelings for you emotionally i'm still attracted to you but we just always end up hitting that speed bump you know, yeah. when it comes to mentals and we just end up parting ways. And then I still got the other two connections, so I'm going to come back. Exactly. And it can be very volatile. So it's always important to make sure that you have a strong mental connection. Hey, everybody, let's take a quick break. This is Devin. Let's get some personal time. I just wanted to clear up a few things. 
This is not a show that gives away God's secrets or this is not a show that gives any cheat sheet to life or relationships. No, we're here to give you the tools to increase the quality in all of your relationships, from your friends to your families and even your co-workers and especially your intimate ones. We all know it's important to take care of our significant others and we all know that we need to constantly take our relationships to the next level. So the tools we give you, believe me, they work. We're constantly getting feedback from our friends and family telling us the good results that they have and we love to hear them so always send us your questions and your comments this pushes us to keep going and to provide the best content that we possibly can so make sure to subscribe on itunes and give us a five star rating and if you don't like us i'm fine we'll settle for four subscribing is the best way to get the content fresh off the presses all right back to the show all right, so we've covered the physical. We know why that's important. And the mental. Now, we're going to go into the third one, emotional. I'm not so good in this category. I'll go ahead and admit that, so I'm going to leave that up to you. All righty. I guess he's saying I'm more emotionally a- developed developed than he is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I tend to like to flex my emotional development muscles from time to time. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, so when we talk about an emotional connection, it's the connection that we have with an individual that deals with our personal feelings, things that we love or have contempt for, our beliefs, our morals, our likes, our dislikes. Because even when we think about you know, beliefs and what we believe in, a lot of times it's not anything tangible or logical. It's just a feeling. Yeah. that we actually have and a lot of people can relate that to their relationships you know you always get that feeling that i feel like this person's the one this is the person that i feel like i want to spend the rest of my life with or i want to spend all my time with okay so we always get those feelings and you know making sure that people actually connect with those and that they're in sync is very important great example of an emotional connection is you know a woman that maybe wants a consistently romantic relationship she always likes that new dating feeling so when she's dating a guy a guy knows that he knows to cater to that so he'll always get her flowers just because it's wednesday mm-hmm. or she'll come home and there'll be that note on the floor and it says come to the bedroom she walks in the bedroom and there's a dress laid out heels on the floor makeup kit ready he's like hey baby you know don't worry about dinner tonight i'm gonna take you out somewhere special we're gonna have a good time tonight oh that sounds nice i would even like to be wine and dine like that everybody likes to be wine and dine and make sure i, I flex my wine and dine skills too Yes, sir. From time to time, you got to treat a woman, got to make her feel special. Um, but God wants to feel special just as much. You know? Okay. A lot of times a guy looks for or says he's looking for a woman that will have my back. Or when things get hard, when I get down, can I count on you to bring me back up? He's just looking for somebody who can emotionally connect with him and make him feel good when he doesn't. So, you know, those are very valuable. And in both situations, a lot of the times people want to feel appreciated. And there was actually a book I was reading and, you know, they said one of the most common reasons for people breaking up or parting ways is that people just don't feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. They're missing that emotional connection. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, when we have a disconnect, just using the two examples, if somebody does want that consistently new relationship dating feel, but their partner is just always at home and barely pays them any mind or attention, they never go out, they never, you know, gets many flowers, doesn't take them to dinner, we don't even really go out to the movies, he just sits at home, you know, drinks the beer, watches the game. So, those once a year guys, oh, Valentine's Day. Yep, the once a year, guys. The Valentine's Day, the, oh, it's your birthday. It's just like, well, you're doing this because you have to, not because I'm actually special to you, quote-unquote. 
So, you know, a lot of times, you know, people can pretty much well identify an emotional connection in that aspect. And in the same sense, a guy that really just comes home after a really long day and it's like, I've been busting my ass, you know, I pick up the kids, I make sure I got whatever she needed for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I get home, it's like, man, I know she's going to be, she's going to be so proud of me. I did all this, I did all that, make sure I had everything together. And then you're yelling at me when I get home. Yeah. I was looking for that, that soft comfort of my woman and you want to argue about why there's dishes in the sink and granted i might have you know left them in there earlier but that's not necessarily what i need right now you know i you you know i had a long day i'm just looking for that appreciation so an emotional connection it could be very helpful to a relationship but very detrimental because you know when you have that emotional connection that's what gives you that feeling like uh you know this is worth fighting for so you know when a relationship is in turmoil or maybe they're having you know going through a rough patch or having a tough time an emotional connection is what gets you through those times you know i believe that we can make it through this you know i believe that we can come out on top you know we can work things out and it'll be all right it's that faith and belief in what you guys have together now when that's not there that's when you have people that essentially kind of just give up on relationships not so much the fact that we don't want to try it's just i don't have the emotional connection or belief here that this is worth working on anymore and that's how you have a lot of relationships that you know they might have been together for like 20 years and it's like how are you guys possibly breaking up i saw you guys get married and there was nobody else here in the world that you that was meant for you and it's just you know eventually over time we just grew emotionally apart and we just uh, aren't in sync anymore so when that happens you know people tend to part ways uh just because there's an emotional disconnect yeah and that's when you hear like that old and the parent go to their the father goes to his children yeah you know like i, I still love your mom but i'm not in love with her anymore uh-huh you know, it's just sometimes when a mom and dad get together and they didn't really think things through all the way, <laughs> you know, we just, we don't really come and see eye to eye anymore. And so, you know, I don't really, it's not that I don't love your mother, you know, and I love you too, but you know, I'm just not in love and we're just going in Separate different direction. paths, you know. Exactly. And, you know, so that's what tends to happen from time to time. So it's always important to make sure that we establish an emotional connection in order to have a relationship for the long game. Oh, yeah. All right, so then we understand all of three connections and why they're so important. We have to go ahead and put a disclaimer and let people understand that these connections, they have to either be congruent, which means they're pretty much the same, or complementing, so they go with each other, or accepting of each other. They cannot be conflicting and they cannot clash so you know they don't have to be the same like you work out five days a week your partner have to work out five days a week it could be you know she works out one or two days a week or don't really work out at all but she stays in good shape because you know she's a skinny person she don't gain weight when they eat all the time as long as you are set and uncomfortable with that it can't be something that goes against what you believe like you believe that people should be in shape and not be for example in a physical fat and she wants to eat all the time and lay around they conflict they clash and that's how you get disconnects He's like pretty much a lot of times you can't be the guy that likes to go out Friday, Saturday and Sunday and hang out with his friends and go out to the bar and, you know, drink and come home drunk. And her idea of a good night over the weekend is, you know, sitting on the couch, cuddling, and holding each other. Mm-hmm. Those are just two extremes that will cause problems in a relationship. But if there's my idea of a good, you know, Saturday night is going out to the bar, hanging out with my friends and cuddling every now and then you know, spend time with my girlfriend they're not opposite they're not on the absolute extremes they can be congruent yet yeah they're not exactly the same exactly 
Okay, so there's also a few things we want to clear up about the connections and how they actually work in everyday life. Is mm-hmm. um, three main points. The connections are mostly overlapping. It's hard to find typically one thing that stays in just the physical realm yeah. or the emotional realm or the uh, mental realm. And I'm pretty sure like a lot of listeners have been wondering that too, just as far as like, well, I think this is more of a mental thing with me. You know, I like somebody who's physically in shape because, you know, I like that that means that they're not lazy. And yeah. it sounds like that's mental to me. Yeah, well, it is. But it's know, also physical, but too. But it's also physical, too. So with some people, it could just be an attraction thing. They, those things constantly overlap. overlap. But it just depends on the person and what they look for most. The second thing is that we are always more in favor to one of the three than the other. So, you know, when it comes to our three connections, we need all three of them. But typically for most people, we lean more towards one as, you know, deeming that as most important than the other. So for a lot of the guys, you know, being stereotypical here, might value sex or intimacy, that physical connection a lot more than they value an emotional connection or a mental connection. But, you know, on the same aspect, there's plenty of men out there that really want to relate and have a mental connection with a woman. And, you know, the sex is just not really all that important. So once again, us being different, we all lean towards one of the connections more so uh, heavier than the other. And we're going to actually teach you guys how to identify that in a second. Exactly. And then another thing we need to constantly understand is that these are always changing and Mm -hmm. they change throughout your life because as humans, through experiences, we change throughout our life. I'm not the same me I was 10 years ago. I'm not the same me I was five years ago. I won't be the same now that I will be in 10 or five years from now. So as experiences mold and change the way I think, how I feel in my life, so does what I need in my three connections change. And they are also very situational when it comes to them changing. You have to always think about it when it comes to a relationship. One of the most common examples a woman's period. A lot of the times women are a certain way. They're just, this is the, how they are emotionally normally. But when it comes to that, you know, time of the month, you might be really sad or you might get really angry or be really irritable. Your emotional connection is a little bit off. It's a little bit out of sync with your partner. And it's always key to be able to identify that things change, you know, also with situational, maybe the loss of a family member that might affect somebody mentally might affect what they do physically. It might affect what they do emotionally. It's not forever. A lot of times people can you know, take their time to get over it. But in those time periods, you need, it's important to understand that things aren't going to be exactly the same and we need to adjust accordingly. Hell yeah. Now, getting to my favorite part of the show, the actual, factual, practical, and applicable tips and advice. So we're going to start you off with three questions that allow you to gauge these connections in your partner, in your relationship, and also in yourself. These questions allow you to look deeper and to figure out what you want in all three connections and what your partner or your relationship wants and where it's going. Want to take us off with the first question? All right. The first question is, what do you value most in a relationship? This could be you or this could be your partner. But looking at that allows you to see where you kind of lean towards more so or what's most important to you when it comes to your physical connection, a mental connection or emotional connection. Because like we said earlier, we always favor one more than the other. And this question helps us to identify that. So, Devin, if I ask you, you know, what do you really value most in a relationship or the relationship with your fiance? What would you say? By you, someone that pushes me and that makes me grow, I'm always about self-improvement and she is too. So it's a kind of back and forth like game of, hey, I got better improved in this area. And like, okay, I want you too. And I got better improved in this area. Come on, come up with me. So it's a constant growth. 
Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you guys, you really value uh, a strong mental connection in a relationship and in the relationship with your fiance. Exactly. So I'm going to have the same thoughts and goals that I do. So that's what happens when you can ask this question is you can identify that. And, you know, some people it might be physical, some people it might be emotional, but it helps us cater to those things. The second question is, what do you find most attractive in a man or in a woman or in the opposite sex? That ass. <laughs> so a lot of the times, you know, questions like, I mean, you'll get answers like that. And it's just clearly the physical connection. But it really helps you further identify what's really attractive to me, what's really attractive to my partner. And, you know, people who are in relationships, that really helps kind of rekindle or find that spark that you guys maybe were missing or you want to rekindle that old flame to find you. What's really attractive to you guys or what maybe turns you on, what makes you feel good, makes you feel appreciated. And, you know, when you're actually out and about and you're dating, you know, this gets you, this helps you identify if the qualities that a person's attracted to are maybe in you or if the, the, the qualities you're attracted to are in them. So it helps bring it all together. All right, so essentially like what draws you to someone or what pushes you away. Yep. All right, so the third question is where do you see yourself in 10 years? And again, we address you can ask this to yourself or to your partner. And this one is a little bit different because most time it's thinking outside of a relationship. So you get to look inside a person and see where their goals and dreams, where they are physically or want to be physically, mentally, and emotionally. So someone may <clears throat> answer the question in a different country doing some crazy business. And you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But this allows you to see the future, where you want to be, where they want to be, so you can make sure that if your connections are lined up now maybe still will line up in the future mm -hmm. and pretty much people who are already in relationships don't want to worry so much about the drastic changes unless maybe somebody goes through like a midlife crisis or something like that i'm nowhere near that age so i can't yeah. relate but essentially when you ask this question it just kind of reinforces the fact that we are in line and if there are subtle changes you know what we can do and actually talk about them in order to you know, make sure we stay in line for years to come and when and that brings home the biggest point about the three connections is that they're all subconscious these are all things that we think about subconsciously and what we look for in other people and that's why it's so drastically under overlooked and that's why it is a foundation because you know these are the things that we look for and you know our job and what we're doing with the foundations of the three connections is that we're taking them from our subconscious mind and bringing them to our conscious mind so that we can actually apply these to our relationships, actually identify them, and then we can focus on building solid relationships and being identified solid, long-term, potentially happy relationships instead of walking pretty much like a blind man in a porno store trying to pick out a favorite porno. When we ask these questions, we have to go in depth. We have to draw out the deep answers that we can identify in the connections and get a clear picture of what the person wants or what that we want ourselves and what our relationship wants and where it's going. Because a lot of times a person's answer will be relatively broad. So it's always important to ask why and just really get that solid understanding of uh, which of the three connections they're really passionate about. So essentially, everything that we went over and everything that we just covered will be pointless if you do not monitor and keep track of your connections. Keep them in the forefront of your brain so that you're constantly or monthly, weekly, quarterly thinking about whether your connections are in sync with yourself and your relationship and your partner. Yep, it's all about being able to identify these. 
So bringing this all together, I'm sure there are a lot of listeners that hopefully, you know, have the connections in the forefront of their mind and are really looking at the relationships or the relationships they're trying to have with others and are really able to identify that these are things that I want and these are things that I have in my relationship. However, I'm sure that there are a few listeners that, you know, may even realize that I am missing one of my connections in the relationship and they can be worked on. They can be regained. But when they aren't and you guys are going in two separate directions, a lot of times it just leads to having to make the hard choices and, you know, doing what's best for you and your happiness and your health. And to be, you know, quite frank, a lot of people really don't want to make those choices and they would rather just, you know, you know, it's okay. I'll settle for, you know, just having an emotional and a physical connection. You know, I don't really need that mental one that they're talking about. And that's the case. Then do you. You know, we're just giving you guys the information and the framework to have a healthy relationship. But to be quite honest, there are entirely too many people in this world for you to settle for anything less than you deserve. And, you know, we all deserve to be happy in all three of the connections in our lives. We all deserve that. But if you feel like you deserve more than what you have now or where you're at now, yet you don't do anything about it, then essentially you're right where you should be. And that's just uh, how it is. This is just all about building strong, solid relationships, just crumpling up and discarding, throwing away all the old half-ass kind of relationships that, you know, people seem to have in their lives nowadays and really focus on building relationships that'll make us happy, that'll be successful, and that'll be long-term. And at the end of the day, that's what we want for you guys here at Ask a Man. All right, to finish out the podcast, we've learned a lot in this one. We know the three connections and how they're so important to our relationship. We know they overlap and change, and as humans, we grow. We know that people rank them differently. And we know tips and questions that we can ask to stay in sync and, and help identify what our connections are and what our partner connections are. And we know, you know, to dig deeper. We know to constantly monitor them. Um, so we got a lot out of this. This is the second podcast in the Foundation Series. And we're not done yet. There's one more. So we got a lot of good information for you left that will not only start your long-term successful happy relationship, but maintain it until you die. Because we're building relationships that are so strong that you'll end before they do. All right, good stuff. You guys know we love to hear your feedback. We love to hear your comments and we love to hear your questions. Make sure you send all of them to askamanpodcast at gmail.com. Promise we'll answer every single email, every single question. Want more? Check out askamanpodcast.com and look at the articles that we have to help you build relationships in every aspect of your life. You'll also find links to Facebook and Twitter. Like us, follow us, and join us in having a blast and getting better. And remember, when we all work together, relationships will never be the same. See ya.